All right, guys. Uh, welcome back to another episode of uh, Hundred Books a Year with Kevin. Let's finish our discussion today on uh, Book One Hundred, uh, the most important thing by Howard Marks. Um, I just want to touch on a couple more things um, regarding the implication of the defensive investing today. We're gonna do a little bit of a review and then kind of finish this topic off, and then we're gonna uh, start a new book probably soon. Okay, so. Let's do a quick quick re, re review, right? So, what is the difference between an offensive uh, investing and a defensive investing, right? So, offensive investing, we talked about it yesterday. It was more about short term investing, right? More aggressive tactics, uh, a little bit more risky, or riskier, and then it is going after higher return, right? We got that. Now, the defensive uh, investing. Is something. It's more about sustainability, right? It's about long-term horizon, where uh, we can get high returns, but we really want to avoid minuses and then include pluses. But it's really about avoiding to make a mistake. So, to put it in like another way, right? Defense. So playing defense in investing, it really means. To eliminate losers, right? To really look out for bargains, right? Demand for a low price so that you 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 can have low margins of error, and then really really avoid to have crashes or meltdowns, and then you want to make sure that you can sustain or you can survive for a long time for smart investments. Now, here's the thing about offensive investing is it kind of just like mumble that up. Right, because you are looking for a short-term profit, uh, the day traders of the world. Um, so to summarize, right, like the amount of risk that you bear is really a function that you choose to chase returns. I think that th- uh, this this is very profound, right? So a function that you choose to chase returns is really. Looking at how much potential returns you're willing to forego, right? So it's trade off. If you want high returns, boom, short term investing, offensive in investing. But if you want high potential re- returns, then um, we're gonna talk about is defensive uh, investing. So um, Buffett also have this idea of margin of safety. So it's similar to this defensive investing idea, right? So let's say an item is worth ninety dollars, and you bought them on sales for seventy, right? And then the uh, item or the security is still trading in the marketplace, then that twenty dollars is your margin of safety, right? Or let's say, uh, let's say you lend out loans, right? Let's say you are a loan uh, underwriter. If the uh, borrower is going through a downtimes, and then you know the loan people are really going to suffer because they don't have any money to give out loans again, right? And then aggressive loan lender might make money in the short term by taking on risky borrower, right? But long term, defensive loan uh, lender actually doesn't reach that high amount of profit, but they actually will lower their variability, right? Like make them survive to uh, survive and be in the business of loaning money for longer. Now, here is something that I want to end on. Uh, Howard Marx believes that 
it is possible and is actually recommended to have a investment, a strategy to be both on the offensive and the defensive. Now, how much is to which camp that's, you know, um, talk, that's um, negotiable, right? And it really up to is what is your selection and how much allocation you want to put on there. Um, of course, right, we, we established this before, defensive investing is easier to reach and then it's more dependable over time. For example, right, let's use a classic example of a financial security trader. If the person is only buying bonds, okay, then it is classic example of defensive uh, investing. But if the person is doing something riskier, let's say they are buying bonds and then they are trading, uh, let's say, tech stocks, right, then it is offensive and defensive. It is a balance. So here's what... Howard Marks advice, and I think this is good that we kind of end on this first 100 book journey with you guys here. And end this book on here is, Marks believes that most of the investors failed. The reason is, it's not that they did not hit that many home runs, right? So this is a baseball uh, uh, analogy, right? But the reason that most of the investors fail is because they strike out too often. So they have too many losers and then they just cannot recover from them. So either their mistakes being they're too concentrated on one bet or they trade too much with high fees or they're trying to time the market, right? Warren Buffett said that you should not try to time the market. You should make sure that you have enough time in the market, right? So have a long horizon. And... The idea of risk control or being cautious is easier to get long-term results and remain in the investing game. So really, really important thing is be cautious. And then Mark said that he has not yet made any dis... Okay, let's put it this way. He doesn't really think that he made a lot of major mistakes on inclusion, meaning, uh, meaning buying something, but he only made mistakes in the omission side of things. For example, Amazon. Um, Howard Marks did not jump on the uh, Amazon train uh, when they were, um, I think, in the early 2000s, I believe, right? So that is an error of um, omission, but not emission. So obviously, Howard's, uh, Howard Marks are doing quite well. But my point is, is, is that um, if you want to both have a balance, then I would probably recommend maybe do index funds and then maybe have a couple of stocks that you have faith in that you've done research on and are doing it for a long-term holding. That's what I'm doing. So um, yeah, that's it for the uh, defensive investing. I think this is probably uh, Howard Marks trademark uh, philosophy, investment philosophy in this particular um, area. And I think the sports analogy really help us to understand what exactly is he talking about. And it's not that sub not like not that subjective, right? All right, guys. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, again, thanks for following me along for last a hundred books. I'm really feeling proud that I actually done it. So, uh, we're gonna start the next book that will be season two, and then uh, we're gonna start from back book one again. So, uh, we're just just gonna keep doing this because I'm reading a lot of books and I enjoy them and I enjoy talk about them. 
uh, serving me selfishly as a recall purposes, but hopefully this will bring values to you guys as well. All right, thank you guys so much. Have a good day.